Welcome to the About Life with Joe podcast. I'm Joe, and your life is about to get better. Please subscribe and enjoy. Today on About Life with Joe, we have a very special guest, Jackie. She is an incredible content creator, food blogger, recipe maker, drink guru, and a mom and a wife and all that other stuff and just a super all-around amazing person. Welcome, welcome, Jackie. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Well, thank you for being here. And uh, let's tell everybody because we're keeping it real. Like, Jackie was just touring me legit around her house so she could find a space where we had good connection and then she was also comfy. And I was like, she's like, well, it's messy back here. I'm like, but it's real life. Our Both of our houses mm-hmm. right now are not at peak performance. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. But it's important for all the women listening when they see our curated images on Instagram and our videos and all, everything that looks so great to know that behind the scenes, we we're just like everybody else. <laughs> it, it is exactly what you said. It is curated. It it's is curated. Cur- like our lives are not curated boxes. <laughs> and as you saw from the legit boxes that were behind me a second ago. So, so Jackie, talk to us. I mean, obviously anybody who follows me knows I love food. I'm the daughter of two chefs. I had a restaurant. I grew up in the restaurant business and um, I don't do it as my business because I did do it as my business. But for you, it is your business. And it kind of happened in an unorthodox kind of way. Like walk us through your journey. How did you end up being this very, very successful and I think very cool food blogger who also, by the way, has great cocktail recipes. I think that that's where we bonded legit. I mean, I I love a good cocktail. Um, So the quick and dirty of it is I was in healthcare product management and, you know, that's super sexy, right? It's just like a cocktail. It's just like a cocktail. It's just, it might've been the like creation of why I liked cocktails so much is after working 60 (laughs) hours weeks, trying to figure out how to make case management software. I was like, Oh my God, I need a drink. Um, it just wasn't my passion. Are you an engineer? Are you an engineer? No, I'm not an engineer. Um, I have a business background. I was on the, um, uh, the best way to put it is I was the, the language, uh, interpreter between the engineer and the client. Oh, wow. So between like clinical and engineering, um, which I'm not, I'm neither. So, <laughs> uh, it just, I just fake you, you fake it till you make it. Right. Yeah. So I'm, 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 believe me. <laughs> I'm was, still faking it. I'm still faking it. Everybody. Same. Um, and that, that literally was like my 12 to like 15 year career. I was just faking it. <laughs> and Fingers crossed that she worked. (laughs) Um, And so when my daughter was born a couple of years into it, I just couldn't do the hours. I couldn't do, I couldn't take the pressure of it. It wasn't worth it to me. So lots of balance. People don't realize like going back into a corporate environment with a baby, um, your life completely changes, but your job doesn't change. Correct. And, you know, you I talked about this. I, I talk about this openly because you have to. Um, you know, I had a severe postpartum depression with my daughter, my firstborn, and um, going back to work with that sucked. Um, it's just hard. Um, did so you, you know, it? did you did you treat it medically or how did you handle that? Like, because um, I think it's important yeah. for all. We have a lot of young yeah. moms that listen, 
yeah. that, you um, know, they think like, oh, you get your body back and then you feel good. And no, it, it's, no. I suffered postpartum depression with my second and yeah. I went on Zoloft for six yep. months. Yep. Um, I didn't know, like, I didn't recognize that I was suffering. So I didn't treat it right away until I had this conversation with my in-laws and it was about in the Jewish religion, there's a baby name, baby naming for yeah, their Hebrew it's name. It's a big thing. It's a big yeah. thing. Um, and Is it a, bri- my, a bris? It's, so for boys, it's a bris. Yeah. Um, for girls, it's a baby naming. Um, it's, my Jewish, it's the Jewish in me. All my friends that are I know. Jewish think I'm Jewish. Right? You know, I, you fooled me. Um, well, so I think everybody's a little Jewish because Jesus was a Jew. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and the long and short of it is I got into this like emotional argument with my in-laws because they wanted to do something very nice in retrospect and plan this for me. And I lost it. I lost it. And I remember just coming out and being like, I have postpartum and like falling. And that, and in that moment I was like, holy shit, I do like something Mm -hmm. is really not right here. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was kind of like that. Ooh, it's not just baby blues. This is something that needs to be treated. So yes, I did get on medication. I suffered through for anxiety, depression, pretty much my whole, um, adult life, but even like young college years and it's something you know it's always there it's always there you just learn to manage it you learn to cope with it you figure out your toolbox you have a toolbox that you use and like in this situation I need a little bit of this and in this situation I need a little bit of that or I need to take that away or whatever and um yeah so good good for you let's stop for one second like that is a really brave thing to do okay like let's paint this picture you got this very successful corporate career. I know we're talking about like fake it till you make it, but like you don't stay somewhere for 15 years doing what you did unless you're pretty fucking amazing at it. Right. So you have that, then you have this baby and everything is supposed to be happy. Everything is supposed to be amazing. And you know, you're sending out your birth announcements and you're doing baby naming and everybody is just like, Oh my God. And it's your firstborn. So this is supposed to be the happiest time in your life. And it isn't for a lot of women. And then that makes you even more unhappy because you feel guilty for not being grateful. You know, there's so many people that can have kids and there's so many people that struggle. And here you are with this healthy mm-hmm. baby and you cannot get it together. That's how I felt. A hundred percent that you just hit the nail on the head. Yeah. And you get help. So anybody yeah. who's listening and you're happened on this podcast, get help. It's okay. We did it. Mm-hmm. I was the best thing I ever did. I mean, for me, my sister had an intervention with me. She Mm -hmm. said, this is not who you are. I think something chemically is off Mm -hmm. and you need, and she called my OB and said, you know, my sister's not well. Mm -hmm. And I went in and I'm like, I'm not well. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's like, I made, and everybody was, you know, oh my God, you fit into your jeans. Oh my God, your baby's okay. And I was like, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. I can't, I'm like, yeah. So yeah, you do. So you do that. You have your first daughter, you leave your corporate job, which is like, Huge. And then I, yep. I suspect, can I predict that like you sure. become the stay at home mom and then you're like, what the fuck? So I did the stay at home mom thing for quite wait, a while. Wait, I love all my stay at home yeah. mom friends. I just got to say, yeah. yeah, I was no. one. I got it. I got it. Yep. Yep. Not and you know, like there, and I enjoyed it. Like I did, I needed the break. I took the break. Um, Lucky enough to be able to take the break. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And so then, um, 
you know, I, I said to my husband, I think I want to do some consulting or something like whatever. So I consulted for a couple startups doing some like product management stuff, whatever product marketing. And I was like, well, this is still boring as shit. <laughs> like I still don't like it. <laughs> like, it's just not for me. And like, again, it is something that is needed. We all need that. Like every job serves a purpose. It just wasn't mine. Um, I do strategic corporate consulting, but I pick yeah. like really just fun projects. And yeah. so I don't really even like the money is that's secondary because I know right. like I need this to be fun because it can be so boring. Right. And yeah. And you know, you gotta, you've got to love what you're doing. So back to square one. So now I'm, I'm, you know, I finally, after like a million years, get pregnant with my son. How many and, is a million years? Uh, so it, so Okay. With my daughter, my husband basically looked at me and I got pregnant <laughs> with, with my that's son. Like, that's like Jewish style. Like we need to have a baby right now. Yeah. It was yeah. like, oh, we're going to go to Vegas and Napa. have like, a, like, let's see what will be. We get back and I got pregnant. Like it oh, was yeah. Yeah. just yeah. very quick. And we were very lucky about that because then with my son, it took probably two and a half years, which isn't a lot. I recognize that. But when you're in it and you have a miscarriage in between and you're, you're, you know, like it's a long time. And I then can't when you believe, I can't believe that was your journey. It was my identical journey. I lost yeah. a baby in between my two daughters yeah. and then I was yeah. fixated on getting pregnant and I had a hard yeah. time. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it, everything. And then like, I mean, God, the stupid shit people say when you have a miscarriage, it's like, Oh my God, just shut your face. Like, we need to talk about it so that people become comfortable with it. Yeah. But at the same time, people that don't know, like do your research. Or like, don't, don't say anything. Just say, exactly. Just say, I'm here if you need me. Exactly. Don't like say like, so was there like, did the doctor give you a reason? People ask, no. like, people don't know better. No. They don't, people, people only operate. They really, yeah. I believe all people are well-intended. They just don't think it through. Right. I mean, that happened to me when I had cancer. People were like, so what kind of cancer did you like? What's like your stage? And I was like, well, are you a doctor? Did you just get, you get out of Harvard? Cause did you get out of Harvard? Because like then come and talk to me, but like, why, why do you need my medical yeah. information? Like, is that going to make you bring me a different casserole? I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, believe me, I was, believe me. Uh, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Go ahead. yeah. I love um, everybody for asking, but the details of the miscarriage and the details of the medical stuff that is such an emotional attachment and people just don't ask if yeah. people want to tell you, they're going to tell you don't ask. Right. Right. And yeah. So, um, we finally had a lot of had PSAs. Our, we get a lot of PSAs. A coming. lot of them. There might be more coming. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the little guy was born and, um, I remember going back to the whole, like, something's not right. Uh, prepartum <laughs> I'm at my doctor's office and I just remember she's like so how are you simple question right she literally walked in the door mm -hmm. shut the door hey Jackie how are you I just start crying <laughs> I'm like not good <laughs> I didn't even know like and so I was at this point like I think in my starting my third trimester and she was like okay so you're going on Wellbutrin <laughs> I was like great let's do it and um, honestly, I've been on it ever since and I have no intentions of getting off of it. It's working for me, whatever works. So, you know, um, but the whole, I think like the whole original question that you asked was like, 
kind of that's about life. I what, ask one question and it's a one it's hour like, conversation. Right. Um, when I had my daughter, I would be up in the middle of the night and like, you know, cause you're feeding them or whatever and you can't sleep cause they can't sleep. So I just was like, I'm going to start a blog. I'm like, okay. So I go on like blog spot or whatever it was back a million years ago. And I just, I had a fashion blog and I had a food blog and my wow. fashion, my fashion blog was so bad. My two favorite things in life. I, I know this is why we connect. Yeah. Um, and, and it friends. was just yeah. so the three F's fashion, yeah. food, and friends. Exactly. Um, and the, uh, the food blog was called not your Bubby's kitchen. And the whole idea about it was like, how can you make the stuff that like maybe your grandmother used to make sexy or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or in my case, my great grandmother, because my grandmother, may she rest in peace, awful cook. Awful. Both of them. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible cooks. It's skipped generations. Um, so like, and I I'm actually have bolognese on the oven that I'm dropping off to my sister after this. So it's like, you know, um anyways. Um yeah, so I had the two blogs and I just it was an outlet, it was a creative outlet for me. Um and I was like, this is kind of fun or whatever. But then, you know, I kind of stopped doing that. Finally, I was like, you know what? How long? How long after? So that was, okay. So I, what are we? 2022? Yeah. My son was born. So probably about five, probably about five years ago, oh, I wow. restarted it. And that's so from 20. So your, your son, so my daughter was born in uh, 2011. So okay. that was 2011 to like, let's say 2013. And then like 2016, 20, somewhere around there, I was like, all right, I'm seeing this. I'm seeing Instagram. I'm seeing Facebook and I'm totally behind it. I'm totally old in comparison to all these like spring chickens, but like these people are making money off of this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, hmm. Mm -hmm. I like cooking. I like entertaining. How do I, I'm going to just put really crappy photos out and see what bites. And ultimately, like if you go, if you scroll all the way down, oh, there are some nasty photos. I have kept, you've kept the originals. Yes. Me too. Mm -hmm. I've kept yeah. my originals, no makeup, yeah. post-surgery, yeah. high on oxy, basically <laughs> post-surgery, right? Yeah. And being like, no, 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 I'm committing to this, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, I wasn't high on oxy, it was half a pebble, whatever. But yes, I, I got what you're saying. <laughs> um, and you know, like the bad lighting photos, like it shows the the growth, you know, for me, not that, I mean, I think I have like 1300 posts. So like scrolling down is really, really, really hard to like see the originals. Um, but that was kind of like my journey to it. Um, I mean, to well, let's, let's talk yeah. about this. Okay. Because I think what's missing here and a lot of the women that, that listen to my podcast are in their twenties and thirties and we're a little bit more seasoned than them. Yes. And we've just lived more life. And I think because a lot of them don't remember, especially the 20 somethings, they don't remember life without Google. They don't mm. remember life without being able to ask a question in a phone or a computer. And we grew up differently. We went to a card catalog. We had to find out the answer. We had to research. We had to do, mm -hmm. And it was a journey, right? To get the mm -hmm. answer. And I think that that's why it's a big part of why you didn't give up. Like you kept going. You yeah. could see, which is very entrepreneurial, like, hey, 
I've got something here. I know what my passion and my purpose is. Like, I love to cook. I love to entertain. I'm home with these kids, but I'm not fully like I need to do something for myself. Mm -hmm. And there's money to be made here. Mm -hmm. And if these youngins are posting pictures, I'm just going to, you just went for it. You went for it. There was a moment. Do you have a, do you have a moment there that like something pushed you over that you just went for it? How did you post your first picture? Um, so I had some friends actually that were like, I think we're going to start a blog or whatever. And I was talking to them. I'm like, it's so funny that you, or one of them, I was like, it's so funny that you mentioned that. Like I have been wanting to start it up again. Hmm. I think you're kind of like giving me the fire to do that. And so I just was like, here's enchiladas. So you didn't Um, overthink it. Let's think. No, there was was no plan. There's no. Okay. Everybody thinks that when you start a business that everybody's got this intricate plan. And it's like, you've gone to Harvard business school and you've like got a whole thing. If you are investing a ton of upfront capital, please write some shit down. But if you are just starting, I always tell all my entrepreneurs, stop talking about it and just do it. Yeah. All we're doing is we're figuring it out along the way. Mm -hmm. Okay. You and I spoke in January Mm -hmm. first or and we got back and forth between our two very, very busy schedules. We finally landed on March 10th, but we were able to pivot back and forth, you know, to record Mm -hmm. this podcast. Because we know we ebb and flow. There was never, it's just what you do. And I think with women now and anybody who's thinking about starting a business or everybody who's kind of junior in their business or anybody Mm -hmm. who's trying to go back to work, who's had kids, whatever, we are all juggling. Mm -hmm. We're all juggling. We're just a little bit older. We've got a little bit more money we can throw at the problem. And that's just really what makes it look better. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, it's, again, (laughs) faking it. Like, you know, in two hours, I'm getting my kids off the bus, but I still have posts that need to go up. I still have writing that needs to be done. And you do your own own content. I mean, so you got to go to Jackie's, you got to look at her food. It's super sexy, but it's comfort food. That's sexy. And I just love that. And I love the, the visual. I love the appeal. I love the personality, but I always love the authenticity, like you can see clearly that you have made every freaking thing yourself. Yeah. I don't yeah. even eat half the stuff because like, <laughs> I don't eat dairy. This is all I want to do is yeah. eat it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so good. It's thank you. Um, it definitely, listen, like if I, it's my blog, so why would I put other people's stuff on it? Like, I don't, meh, I just don't get that. So like, <laughs> for you know, <laughs> But to each their own, like there, there are definitely like bloggers out there or Instagrammers that will, they put out like, it's like a share uh, account. So they like share everybody else's shit, but like, yo, that's not uh, like, why? And sorry, no offense to them. (laughs) No one can see your face right now, but you're like, you know why? And I'm like, oh my God. Only two mass holes can get together <laughs> on a podcast and speak mass hole. Okay. Because that's, that's a whole other, whoever's listening. That's not from Massachusetts. They're gonna be like, what is did these girls go to school? I don't get it. Yeah, we did. Business degree. Hello. Um, okay. So let's talk to these 20 somethings, right? Yeah. So you're, they're listening to this. 
everybody thinks that in their 20s, their life is really hard. And we're here to tell you, it's never going to get easier. It's yeah. only going to get harder. It gets richer and it gets yeah. more. In- but, you know, here, not to cut you, I think no, in your 20, in their 20s, you know, shit's hard because you haven't been there. You don't, you don't know what you're going through yet. Everything's new. And what you don't know is scary. None of us in- know. No, you know, we don't know. We just, we just go. Everybody thinks we yeah. know and nobody knows. Nobody no. knows. It's just when you're, let's say in your late thirties, early forties, fifties, like, I mean, you're, we went through that scary time. You just don't care as much. I think that that's the difference. Yeah, thank you. You literally like, as every year goes on, I'm like, oh, you don't like my stuff. Don't care. Don't care. Oh. Oh, you, I had, I was wearing a pair of sneakers. I went to a coffee shop. They were one of like the big clunky, like chunky sneakers, Mm -hmm. like fashion sneakers. This older woman, maybe like in her seventies, she looks and she goes, well, aren't those, what was the word that she used? Um, Not different, but like interesting or something like that. And I just looked at her and I was like, thank you. And I walked away. I knew what her intention was. Mm -hmm. She was like, ew. Like I wouldn't wear that. And I was like, thank you. Was me saying, fuck you. Don't care. <laughs> so like, that's my biggest thing for like my, if I could tell my 20 year old me, it would be that like, don't give a shit what the, the noise you're always going to hear the noise. It's just how you block it out. That's great for advice. Like I, for me to, I always, I always do what I want. Like at the end mm-hmm. of the day, I always really do what I want. And when I haven't done what I wanted or followed my gut, which is like the whole theme. I've always been burnt. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously as a mom, I've got to consider my children and every decision that I make. Yeah. And I lead with kindness. Like if it's not kind, I don't do it. But at the end of the day, if people don't like me, it's okay. I, I always say I'm not everybody's flavor, which you'll appreciate. And I, um, I like to say I'm a lot. <laughs> I'm a lot. They say, yeah, I mean, I'm a lot. And why would you want to not be a lot? You want to be a little? That's right. Oh, being, yeah. Being a lot is, it's pretty awesome. And, yeah. um, you know, you just show up as yourself. And I think like, it's so inspiring to watch somebody. How old are you? I am for turning 42 at the end of this month. Amazing. Happy pre-birthday. Yeah. So early birthday. So you're turning 42 and you are built an entire business on a social media platform as a 40 something. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you started in your late thirties, mm-hmm. but you have two kids. You're a full-time mom. You get them off the bus. You get them to all their sports. You get them to all their stuff. Your daughter, sometimes, you know, <laughs> she shows up in a big way on Instagram. I love it. Yep. Yeah. She, I mean, there, I had a, a client recipe or a post that I had to do and <laughs> she goes, can I edit? Can I edit your video? And I was like, all right, so I will put my video out and then you can edit a video and I will still like put it on my stories. She was like, yeah, I loved it. Oh, it was glitter. There was, there was lots of glittery transitions with sparkles coming down. (laughs) It was, it was a lot of flavor. (laughs) And you know what though? Like if like, that's her, whatever, like, that's great. She's 10. Okay. She's a unicorn. she is a unicorn and I'm sorry, she can edit better than like I can in a lot of, she's 10. So 
I absolutely, I remember reaching out to you about that as a mom of girls, especially in the women that we're raising and, you know, the women we've been raised by and the women that they have been raised by and all Mm. of that impact, how trauma, you know, comes down generation to generation. And we're, you know, we're cycle breakers, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, When I saw your daughter's video put on your, I mean, Jackie's got a shit ton of followers. Okay. She's like a big deal. And I saw that you put that on there. I think I reached out to you and I was like, yes, like this is just the spirit of the girl. And, you know, it clearly wasn't on brand for what you are, but it was clearly her and you didn't edit her because she edited the video, but you didn't edit her. And I think the messaging here is really important. It's like you raise the woman that you want to be. Mm-hmm. And when you are a mom that is a uh, creative and has given up a corporate career and tried to kind of modify, so your kids really don't miss out, but then you can still fulfill yourself as a woman and as a business yeah. and still be there for your family, which is really all why we do what we do. Right. Right. Totally. It's beautiful to watch you bringing along the next generation in such a sparkly way. Yeah. And thank I, you. I appreciate the sparkle. I, I think yeah. this around the holidays, I think. And I was like, yeah. oh, you go, girl. Yeah. 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 She's, I mean, it's funny when you say like you raised the daughter, like you want to be or wish you the could woman be you or something. Be. Yeah. yeah. So I have a lot of type A tendencies. I'm a creative, but I am very left brain in a lot of ways. Well, that's why I you're d- successful. And you need to have both. Yeah. And my daughter is a creative. She is going to be, and and that's like what I wanted. I wanted to be like a dancer. I was going to be on stage as a dancer. And then I was like, oh, when you're 30, your career is pretty much over. And my daughter is going to be that person. That's like either the director or the producer. That's like, you go there, you go there. I have a vision. You are going to do it for me. And like, it's so very clear to me that that is how, her brain. Well, she needs to be left you know? brain for that too, because yeah. there's yes. a business behind everything. And yes. that's the thing is like, when you are a creative, the way when and you create and you curate your own content or whether it's an expressive form of dance or art or food or writing or whatever your medium is, right. Mm-hmm. Your ability, like it's, it's not enough to just do that. Like look at like the content that the Kardashians curate and they put out. They are part of every single decision, which is why their brand is so their brands are so successful. Mm-hmm. You have to be left brain, right brain. And if you are the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. You need and to surround yourself with people that know that, more. Than thank you. you. That is, I was just going to say that it's like, and if you can't do that, you got to get someone that can like that can help you with that, with your it's like uh, years ago, I remember reading an article that or something that's like, when you're walking your dog, you should walk them on your non-dominant hand so that like, you know, cause whatever, like if someone was to attack you, you want your dominant hand free and you want your dog to be able to help you on the weaker side. It's the yeah, same you need thing. need to build the muscle. You know? So it's the same thing, like in my mind. A hundred percent. Well, that is a perfect place to wrap up. This is so inspirational. Is there anything that you can share with us that we do not see on your page, on your blog, that maybe like a little fun fact or an interesting thing about you that we don't know? Uh, <laughs> um, well, um, 
I auditioned to be a Patriots cheerleader when I was in college. Oh my God. Fuck. Yes. Yeah. That is the best uh, thing I ever didn't, heard. Didn't make it. Uh, I, my, so I found out I was auditioning the night before because one of my girlfriends wanted to audition. Uh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go with you. I went to the club the night before I didn't get home till three in the morning. I woke up at six, drove to Foxborough where they're still drunk. Don't do that, girls. Um, the best. I, we were probably at the club together, you and I. We Maybe. They're very possible. And um, I love the club. I still love yeah, the club. Me too. But there's like, I, you know, I go, can't go and I'm anymore. like, we can't no, go anymore. no. They, they look at me. They think that like I'm a cop or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, that's a fun fact. And I auditioned for Disney Cruises. I auditioned to be a Rockette when I was 18. I was too short. Um... Yeah. Well, we're all really gr- glad that you did not get any of those things because <laughs> Me too. Your, your blog is amazing. Thank what you. you put out is amazing. Your content is amazing. Your energy is amazing. Your authenticity is amazing. And I just feel very privileged to, you know, call you a friend. And I look forward to many, many more conversations and time and sharing. You're amazing. Thank you so much. 